0: You have entered the 13, a place where real stories about music, touring, and the beyond are told. Music does something to us. We all experience it in our own way. It can affect our senses, transport us through time, and release emotions. On this podcast, we will talk with people about the power of music and the beyond. What does the beyond mean? Let's find out together turn on your metronomes because this time is about to be tracked. What is going on, everyone? This is The 13, and today I have Mike De Leon on my show. I can't fucking believe it, Mike. Thank you so much for being here. You guys might not know Mike from Phil and Samo and the Illegals. Flesh hoarder. Uh, disfigured. Uh, you were in MOD for a minute, right? Am, I'm for missing, a good few years. Am I missing, I'm missing one. Am I missing one? Oh, I insight! Just,
1: yes, I just joined Insight. God, it's been it's been busy, man. It's been a it's been a, it's been a good time, a good ride. Lots of metal, lots of uh, lots of riffs. It's Fuck been yeah. a it's been a hell of a ride. First off, I'll say thanks to uh, everybody out there watching, and uh, thanks to the Thirteen Podcast for having me on, man. Texas, Texas, proud right here, man. repping reppin hard, brother.
0: Yeah, I'm down here in Kingwood, Texas, which is a little bit above huh, east of Houston. I'm born and raised in Katy, Texas. Now, oh, okay, that, cool. What side of the world are you from? You're I in Texas, am Texas, which is the world.
1: Yes, I, uh, I'm i in right in central Texas, born and raised. I've cool. lived in San Marcos my okay. whole life. Awesome. yeah. So, it's, yeah, it's a perfect, perfect little city. And I'm right in between San Antonio, right between Austin. So, there's usually metal coming to, to one of the two cities, and it's just been a a, a really good place for music and, and 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 just eating it all up, man.
0: I used to hang out in San Marcos a lot. I had a lot of friends who went to college down there and uh, would hang out in the square or whatever. And there was a piano bar down there, and this guy named Taxi lived was out there all the time. And I would hang out. That dude was super cool. It, yeah, you know, yeah. Well,
1: taxis
0: yeah you know what yeah. you know you know that okay cool
1: yeah that's a cool spot man they used to do karaoke have some drinks and do karaoke over there
0: uh, okay right on man yeah I love that <laughs> place. that's a good uh i mean god it's been like 20 years but at that place you know maybe not that long 20, 15, whatever well right on dude so for the people who don't know about you uh, you want to tell everyone a little bit about yourself
1: awesome man um uh, my name is mike texas born been uh playing guitar for as long as I can remember, man, I uh, started in a band back in uh, right out of high school. My first band, we were called Disfigured, put out a few albums. Fucking, yeah, totally. We used to play at the old back room in Austin, Texas. I mean,
0: uh, I used to live right up the street. So, you know how like there's a hill and there's apartments up there? I lived in yep. those apartments when I lived in Austin.
1: Yes, man. It's, it's been many, many nights hanging out in all that area right there. That's awesome. The old Riverside area. Riverside. So, yeah. So now it's uh, that area. It has a new new spot called Emo's. The new Emo's is over right.
0: there. Yeah. So, that's what yeah, Al was telling me.
1: Yeah. So so it's, it's still cool. But, you know, uh, my first band was Disfigured. We used to jam over there all the time and we did some touring, put out a few albums from Disfigured. Uh, I've, I formed, well, I, I formed, but me and the dudes in the band Fleshwater got together and uh, started getting busy with that band. From in that band, I, when I, while I was in there, I'm still in that band. But while I was in that band, I joined up with this dude by the uh, name of Billy Milano, who was an yeah. uh, who was an SOD and MOD, and was approached by him and uh, a good friend of mine named Mike Fury. And um, I got to do and travel the world for the fir- for, you know, for for the first time with MOD. Recorded an album with them as well, wow, called yeah. br- uh, Busted Broken American. And uh, I was in the band about four years bef- before uh, it kind of came to an end. But what, while was I was the, in- what
0: was the time frame there? What was the what were the, what was the years?
1: 2011 to 2015.
0: Oh, man, I had already started working on oil and gas. I knew Billy from Headhunters, but I knew him through my buddy Big Mike, who's also a little shredder himself. Um, but anyway, he knew him and we all, that's yeah, it's a small world, dude. Everyone's just kind of connected in the music, great.
1: especially in Texas. Yeah, Absolutely. for sure. And when you mentioned Headhunters, that's where I met Billy as well, because my okay. band Disfigured was playing Headhunters, you know, all the time. And he he was always there. And um, we, we you know we, we became buddies and whatnot. Actually, okay. I talked to Billy earlier today. I actually heard from him, Billy. Yeah. I've been, I've been talking to him here a little bit here, a little bit there. He's, he seems to get to be busy again with MOD and he's got his thing going on. So I I, I've said, you know, I've talked to him a couple of times, he's reached out and whatnot, but, uh, I was in MOD for a bit, you know, we got to do some really cool stuff. And, um, and then while I was in that, I ended up meeting and introducing myself and getting to meet the guys in a band called Philip H and and the illegals. And, uh, You know, just being a Texas cat, man, I was always a gigantic fan of Dimebag Daryl. Absolutely. You know, and then Pantera, man, you know, just, you know, growing up. I look at that beautiful thing. Light it up, baby. That's nice, man. I love it. Uh, I I like your
0: avocado one.
1: You got oh, that stealth
0: my, avocado, one,
1: man! Yeah, my baby right there. My little son, Iomi, named it avocado. He said, that's "Dad, awesome. it looks like an avocado," so it's been that ever since, man. That's awesome. We're
0: gonna talk about that in a in a little while. I didn't mean to bring that up, but you said dime, and I had one sitting right here.
1: That's awesome, man. You you, you gotta you gotta pay. You know, you gotta pay the the time for dime, man. Because he's that's right. he he's the man, and, and uh, so I got to you know I got to meet the guys in in that band and. One thing led to another and I ended up you know hooking up with the illegals and and yeah. uh, still still full-time jamming with those guys. We're taking a little bit of a break right now while Philip does a couple of other things. He's focusing on some stuff, some stuff that actually got announced today. So sure. he's kind of he's taking a break right now, doing some things. And while he's doing that, I just joined another band and I am now jamming full time in an awesome American heavy metal band called Insights ah well, I'm super oh, yeah. excited to be uh to be jamming with the guys uh my the, the singer is my friend Richie who is the uh, stepson of Max Cavalera oh, from yeah. Sepultura and Soulfly and wow. you know so there's so you know so you know the, the the blood and the metal is 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 you know flowing everywhere man and uh it's just good I'm just trying to stay as busy as I can I've been I've been working with a bunch of other projects and just recording stuff for a bunch of friends and just uh, just staying busy. And then a couple of nights ago, I got another big opportunity that I'll talk about in a few minutes. But uh, that's what I've been up to, man. Just just a dude from Texas who uh, grew up on Carlos Santana and, and yeah. Cannibal Corpse and just try to mix it all together. And and Fucked just with a knife. And, oh, i love it man i love those guys and that band go so far back and uh you know just like i said just good music good tunes grew up on rock and roll and um just been trying to be cool about it all and play as best and shred shred city as much as i can repping texas as hard as i can man
0: yeah dude hell yeah i in preparation for this i was watching at, at lunch i was watching you shred on some stuff on youtube i was like i need to go home and practice (laughs)
1: awesome man good
0: dude you're really good
1: it's honestly a lot of practice especially with that the dime bag stuff god damn it's you know for all the illegals i can't leave any of them out all all five of us really really put in a lot of blood sweat and tears when it came to to doing those real big shows that we were doing there at the end man we were Mm. you know doing
0: a a, slayer and stuff
1: god damn i was talking about that earlier we my son was like Dad, i want to see slayer again and i'm like don't, don't we all everybody <laughs> wants to everybody wants to see Slayer and uh you know I was telling him I was like you know I got I said daddy got to play the last show man daddy was there and and we played the final show and you know it's j- just yeah, just thinking about it it's, it's it's pretty surreal man but yeah
0: that's you amazing. know
1: it it was it was you know that whole experience was amazing so we definitely got to do some cool stuff brother
0: man I saw Slayer nine times I know because when you see Slayer you count right you count them. <laughs> and uh i i all of them had dave lombardo and all of them had jeff so uh, you saw slayer i saw slayer and when it came to the it wasn't it wasn't that i made the decision not to go to the last uh, you know the the last shows it was it was more or less like i didn't go to the last show because i had work or something but it 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 made me having work made it a little bit easier to have an excuse saying well you know jeff's not there you know (laughs) like and so i didn't go and now i actually kind of uh regret it because yes i should have gone
1: like even on that tour we did it must have been you know 25 shows in 30 days you know with a few days off here and there i tried you know i watched them every night you know the the there might have not have been a show where I didn't watch the full set, but I made it every single night to go out there and watch Slayer because Fuck yeah. that, that was it. And then there was a couple of times they were doing like, uh like on an off, sh- like on an off night, like on a night off, they would be rehearsing for the, you know, for the next day in, in, in the arena, it would just be Slayer practicing. Wow. And, wow. and we would go watch that, you know, cause they'd be playing songs that they're trying to, you know, they were trying to mix in the set list and stuff. And, So we would just go see Slayer as much as we could because that was that was the end of it. Even before the tour started, like no one knows this, but like the tour started on say like November the second. Well, November the first, we got in the night before the first day of the tour, and we were invited to go watch Slayer practice for the first show. And it was literally an empty arena, and then like maybe 10 of the illegal crew. It was like the illegals and like our crew. And like and it was and it was just us like in the like standing in the ga section and slayer was just practicing like it just and, and they were just like any other band you know it was you know like them stopping and starting and it was just them practicing and it was sure it was it was just to, to be there and witness it was something was was just it was way cool man way cool man
0: dude that is that is i'm super jealous i've seen a lot i toured with king's x for a long time as a bass tech and stage manager and stuff so I got to see some cool bands dream theater um except uh i mean i don't can't even think of them all they all but anyway the so
1: many bands i'm sure
0: yeah that but like they were it was never slayer
1: <laughs> oh man like i said i miss them everybody misses them i still keep in contact with the cats you know i still yeah, i still cool, try man. to keep in i still keep in touch with tom tom's a texas guy he probably oh, lives yeah. closer Closer to you than he does me, you know.
0: And uh, I saw some pictures of him out in Corpus Christi, and this dude who was just like randomly out there filming some weird like TikTok video or something. Saw Tom walking on the beach, and was like we got we have to take a photo. Him and his wife, <laughs> and was like we have to take a photo, cool. and then they like, did. And it was cool.
1: Like last I talked to Tom, like before the before the tour finished, he wanted to come float the river in San Marcos. He's like, let's yeah. go float the river. Um, you know uh, so so maybe that might have still happened one day and we we might go float the river cuz it's it'd be it'd be cool to hook back up and you know go low key and just go float the river with Tom O'Reilly. It'd be, it'd be pretty wild but uh you know we've we've talked about it before man and 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 you know and and whatnot. but dude Slayer we could keep on going with those cats know, those guys right. were the those guys were the best the the best crew the yeah. the they were the best man
0: dude, that's so cool. So I'm going to, I have, you know, I have a, a list that I was going to kind of go down and, and I've decided against it. I'm going to jump all over the place now. So one of my things that I learned about you today at lunch was that you like wrestling.
1: Oh, big wrestling fanatic.
0: And uh, I, I, okay. I like the old stuff. And because you and I are similar in age, I think that we like uh, probably the similar stuff, but I heard, in the interview i watched with you that you saw the fucking undertaker driving his motorcycle down a dirt road or something or a back road dude like how cool is that
1: like 10 minutes from right where i'm at right now my uh my jam spot where my, my real jam spot where i have all my gear yeah it's uh, it's uh the the flesh holder room um we were cruising out there it's in the back roads you know of, of, of San marcus hill Country. and and he was on his motorcycle and i looked i was driving and as a wrestling fan when you see somebody you know you know who it is and and you know it's the undertaker he's he lives in the bastrop area i've heard you know and austin you know out there so i I was like there he is he's he was right there man it was it was so crazy you know it's almost where you want to just turn around and chase him down but I just oh, yeah. tripped out, you know, I just tripped out and drove to my jam spot. But yeah, man, I ran into the Undertaker one time just cruising cruising through the, 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 the local scene, man. That's it, right. was, it was That's wild. Awesome.
0: He dude, my favorite thing when he retired not too long ago, um, I was sitting there going through all the old footage and I forgot about the 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 hell in a cell match with him and mankind where he dropped mankind off the top of the fucking cage all the way to the ground. Oh, like,
1: that was that was huge, and uh,
0: I thought I mean, he was. De- I thought he killed him,
1: <laughs> dude. That was that was historic that night. Yeah, like like you can still go back and watch that on on YouTube. But I have the WWE Network. But yes, oh, cool. uh, you know that's it's you know that was a that was a badass night. I totally remember being at my grandma's house and
0: watching that live in person. That is cool, dude. Did you ever play N sixty four and you were playing? I can't remember the name of the. It was WWE man i can't remember the name of the game but it was on the n64 and me and my buddies we were in our first band Uh, we were in a thrash metal band called grimoire in high school we thought we were so cool and uh we would just sit there and play that game over and over and over again like okay you can't ddt me and then we'd go out in the front yard and be like fuck you i can and like we'd all every all the guys would try to ddt each other into the concrete
1: (laughs) oh man like uh like like when it came to video games like I played some video games. Sure, uh, I remember playing like when, like, like uh, when it comes to like wrestling games, the old uh, Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Oh yeah, You know what I mean, like, like, yeah, like, like, like growing up on 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 that and uh, eh, and some Mortal Kombat. But I do remember remember oh, playing like man. like Royal Rumble,
0: Royal and, Rumble, uh, yeah,
1: you know the Royal Rumble, and you know s- some of those wrestling games, and always going for like Shawn Michaels because he was a San Antonio cat. you know what i mean and uh and then just trying to just to just always picking the local dudes you know uh, stone cold steve austin
0: and and, and
1: trying to kick ass with those cats man because stone cold said so
0: yeah those guys are are
1: awesome i hope i I can meet stone cold one day it'd be so fucking rad man me that would be rad he
0: he drinks beer but it looks like he like wastes most of it <laughs> he's always hitting yes. himself in the head with it or pouring it on people he's, Spit- so, he's awesome spitting it at people <laughs> yes yeah,
1: spilling it everywhere man
0: okay cool so uh we could talk about all these uh subjects all day long but i'd rather move on to gear because i like gear and then i want to jump into touring and your new projects and all that other stuff but i want to talk about your gear you are with dean now is that correct
1: yes that's awesome man uh I love talking about gear, gear is one of my favorite things, guitars, amps, pedals, g- guitars, you know what I mean? I, yeah. I it, it's one of my favorite subjects when I when I run into all my buddies from a, from around the globe, you know, gear is always one of our go-to talks for for all of us. Everybody wants to know what everybody's using, but I recently signed on almost a year ago to okay. Dean fucking guitars and I cannot I cannot, you know, Thank everybody there. Uh, my friend Chris uh, Chris Canella. I can't thank, you know, everybody there at, at Dean for, for being super hospitable and just overall rad, making the best guitars and supplying the metal, you know, to bring to all the masses, man. And uh, yeah. I was with Jackson Guitars for a little bit, man. And it was just it was it was that time to to make the sure. move. And, uh, and, and Dean is, Dean has been great. I, I now have a couple of, uh, I have three Dean guitars. I have a, a seven string ML that I use for Flesh Holder and for insights. Oh, cool!
0: Oh, Super hold hard. on. At, while you're telling me that, what are you guys tuned to in those bands? Cause I was listening to it earlier and I was like, okay, I don't even know where he's at. Like that's heavy shit.
1: Yes. Like we are tuning to uh, a flat.
0: <laughs> Dude. A-flat.
1: Yes. We are like. <laughs> really really low i love it and uh we're still trying to bring the clarity and and everything and make sure everybody you know could hear each note and, and everything yeah. that we got going on and uh but uh yeah a flat with the with the seven string and then with insight we tuned down even lower to stand like to, to a so like we're wow. you know like we're 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 pretty low and uh but it's awesome man i have a, a seven string and then i got my my uh my dime stealth, you know, yeah. uh, it's, and I, I, I call it That's avocado. avocado, man. yeah. Yes. It's green and it's absolutely gorgeous. It's one of my it favorites. Is. You know. I've
0: seen pictures of it. It is beautiful. That's awesome.
1: I just put some new strings on it a couple of days ago. And I always say new strings equals new riffs That's because right. yeah, because as soon as you get some strings on it, it's time to break that, to break it on in, man. So I put some new strings a couple of days ago.
0: You using Ernie ball.
1: Ernie Ball through and through. I've been with Ernie Ball for like 3 years now, 4 years now, and uh they they have been awesome as well. And What's your gauge? They've been supplying uh 56s through 11s on the six strings and then uh 62s on the six, seven string. Dude, 7 uh,
0: sick.
1: Yeah, through 11s. Yeah, so super brutal, super low end and uh chunky nice and chunky man yeah. especially for everything that we're doing and you know so and then I also have a a, a a V a Dean V and that one I call Salsa. it's my my brown guitar and uh, okay. it's uh it's absolutely gorgeous and it, she plays so good and um, been really really happy with her so everything at Dean has been great um, sooner than later I will most definitely have a de leon signature guitar and I'm gonna get something wicked crafted and built and it's going to be it's going to be awesome man so Dude,
0: yeah that's you know, awesome
1: sooner and sooner or later you will see a deli dean man and i cannot or a dean de Leon, i can't wait man and uh <laughs> yeah. it's going to be really really cool and i like i said i tip my hat to everybody over there for believing and thinking of me and and right back at them tenfold and supportive oh, yeah. like you know i've been really really happy with
0: them do do uh, your pickups? I think I saw something where you said something about EMGs. You like EMGs? Yes, so I, am.
1: I I love EMGs. I've been with them for about two or three years now. Over at oh, cool. you know, over at EMG, and uh, it's been great. They're uh, my homie uh, Tommy over there has been awesome, and um, great pickups. I always say set the standard. You know what I mean? They set that tone. Yeah. You know what I mean? You look at. James Hetfield in 1988, and then you look at James Hetfield in probably 2028. He's still going to be used. in, you know, he's still going to be using those EMGs, man. So
0: that's the first yeah. Metallica fan. My my first band Grimoire was uh, basically a Metallica cover band. We played everything thrash and then we evolved into death metal But whatever it was. It started out with like Metallica is the band and Pantera. And we must emulate them. And uh, and we did. And I was like, okay, EMG 81 and 85. Where do I get that? How much money do you have? You know, (laughs) talking to all my buddies like, okay, I need a hundred bucks. And like getting active pickups for the first time was pretty amazing. So my question is, what do you got running in the stuff in, in your guitars now? And since they're in these deans, like I got dime buckers in these, which is great. They sound great for what this is. But what do you got going on in yours?
1: As if I'm going to be quite honest with you and let's, you know what, I'm just, I'm going to be quite like, like I always am right now. in both of my deans, I got them Seymour Duncan, dime buckers rocking in both of them. And honestly, they fucking squeal. I could get the squeal out of them. I need to get, I need to get one of them with some EMGs in it. I just want to see the difference you sure. know, and, yeah. and, and see where I'm at when it comes to the difference. But right now I have some Seymour Duncan's I'm running the dime buckers and the DM threes on top and the dime bucker on the bottom and on on all three of my deans. And I'm just super happy with, with that. Uh, but I do need to get some EMGs going. I know, I know that I know they want me to, so I need to. And
0: uh, yeah, I want to know too. De- Let me know.
1: Yes, and I just want to know. I want to know and and see how it is, you know, once once they're all uh, installed. But right now, I'm rocking the Seymour Duncan's, and I've been really, really happy with them.
0: Dude, hell yeah, yeah, they're great. Uh, I mean, can you hear my dogs losing their mind out there? I cannot. Perfect. I <laughs> yeah, can. I
1: actually cannot. <laughs> cool. I want to keep talking about gear because I want to talk about my Mesa Boogie amps yeah, and how we were right. just Here's talking right. about uh Metallica, you know, growing up watching them, seeing the Mesa Boogie amps and the stacks all over the stage. Yeah. Once again, I was just like that's 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 what I want. I want those I want that steel. You just saw the steel, you just were like that's that's metal, man. That's yeah. metal. You know, and uh so for the last few years I've been super happy being over at a uh, Mesa Boogie. I've been, you know, They've been supplying my stage for the last, the Slayer run that I did. Full, full Mesa boogie, oh, you yeah, know, always. Are. And even moving forward, everything I do is all Mesa proud. And just, just want to throw them out there that, you know, they rule and, you know, they're the metal amps, you know, to, you know, you know. They, they are, You know, they are. It, There's so many to choose from, but when it comes to me and bringing that rock and roll madness, I like to roll with them, with them Mesa boogies, man.
0: You know, Mesa, uh, uh, do the triple, a rectum fire. There's a guy that called it that, and I've never forgotten it. And it's true because those things will like light your ass on fire. You know? <laughs> like, yes, yes. Amazing amps. So that's, that's exactly awesome what thing. I have. I have
1: uh, a triple and a dual and oh, that cool. triple was, you know, that's my go-to all the time is that triple man? It's just balls deep in, in rock and roll, man. I, I love it.
0: And for your cab, you have the slant, the the one that slants up at the top. And then go straight down.
1: Yes, I have so two like of four twelves. Yes, the oversized—they're going to be a little bit bigger, like two inches bigger than oh, than, than the standard. Yeah, so they're just a little oversized and uh, got two of them, two heads, two calves, ready to rock and roll, man. Trying to you know like trying to trying to bring that ripping rock and tone, man, every time.
0: Yeah, I've always been really jealous of everyone who has one. Al has one, you know, Al Shire. Yes, he brother has Al. one. Yeah, brother Al. He's when he played. He was a last minute input into Razor 13 so we recorded an album with Doug then we needed to tour for it and then we realized we needed another guitar player because it was just Big Mike me a drummer and Doug and there's we were missing someone and and Shire filled filled in real quick he learned the songs in like 3 days and went on the road with us and he brought awesome. that, he brought that triple rectifier with him and it changed the tone of the entire i mean the whole live feeling just got huge it, i was like i know
1: exactly what you're saying
0: yeah and it was great dude so yeah I, I need to get one i got a i got a great blue voodoo sitting over there but that's like oh, the, dude. the old original one. The
1: OG. wow yeah. that's cool that you have that i used to I used to love rocking crate, man. The blue voodoo that takes me back to like my high school days.
0: Do you voodoo. Remember, what was the other one? It was, um, it was some electric, oh. Uh, Excalibur.
1: Oh, the Excalibur. It was all
0: solid state.
1: Yep. I remember those. I still have old crates put away somewhere. I'm sure I do. Oh, that's cool, that man. was always my go-to man. Um, real quick, real quick. While we're yeah. talking about Al, I want to mention Al. I just did a song for him. I finished it last night. It's going to be okay. coming out sometime soon. It's up to, it's up to him. I did some rhythm guitars and I did some guitar solos on it. And uh, he got my bro, Matt Thompson, who drums for King diamond. Woo. Uh, to, to play some drums on it. And uh, he might be getting a couple of other badass dudes to play bass and whatnot. So uh, it sounds I'm like really, he is. Yeah. That's I'm really looking cool. forward to it, man. Definitely. And I, you know uh in anything that i do anytime i get any kind of offer i always uh put lots of gratitude and appreciation into anything because i like to keep it real and keep it humble as possible so uh You know, being a part of this one song, this two minutes and 25 seconds of music, I'm super stoked on it, man. I got to put, you know, a ripping punk rock guitar track on it a little little bit out of my boundaries. You know, I'm more of a metal dude. And I try to bring a little bit of a metal touch on it. If you When you hear it, you're going to be like, okay, I hear that. I hear that Megadeth influence, you know, all all over it. You know what I mean? And I can't, you know yeah, definitely. Shout out to my brother, Al Shire and uh, the cervix tune.
0: industry, I think is the, what he's going to release that under, like he's got that band, the cervix industry. And I think that's, that's the, right. I think that's what he's going to drop that as. So it's, that's going to be really super cool. He's been talking about it for a long time. And I can't, I can't wait. Awesome, man. All right. So um back back onto gear because like, this is, I, I want to get to touring stories. I want to get to new announcements you have, but I, like i really like i'm a gear guy myself uh, even though i've been in oil and gas for the last decade and have haven't really played much I, i'm in an internet band who cares about that but like like uh, i i just love gear you know so this is fun for me to talk about i haven't seen anyone on the internet talk about your pedals and i know you got some but i don't know what they are
1: man that is actually a great question man uh Nobody ever asked that. That's a a good point. As as much as I can put some thought into it, nobody asked about my pedals. All right, let's talk about my pedal. Uh my pedal board. It's very, very important to me. My pedal board. I have yeah, I have I have the whole thing dialed in. So first I run straight in, like plugging into my guitar is gonna run right into my tuner. You know, first and foremost, I have to have my my tuner, you know, I, it's always been reliable and it's never let me down. It's there. It's the old school. Is
0: it a boss BR boss? Uh, Yes. The old white one,
1: The white one, man. It's, it's just my go-to tuner, man. And yeah, and it's great. And there's so many new, uh, technical tuners out there and whatnot, you know, like, like we can talk tuner gear for fucking an hour, just, just, just tuners, right. (laughs) You know, uh, But yes, that, that boss tuner is the first thing I plug into checking all my, checking my tuner. Then I, from that, I go into my whammy pedal, which is also a D tuner. It's the old, uh, Digitech whammy pedal. And I was using that for like, uh, songs like becoming, you know, when Dimebag would do the, you know, uh, we we were using the becoming and, 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 and other Pantera songs that were uh, like Hellbound from the last Pantera album. There's a couple of, uh, whammy bars go uh, uh going uh whammy dives going uh in that so i i go into my whammy pedal which is also a detuner so i can yeah. go up and go down on my tuning no matter what tuning i'm oh, in cool. it's a great pedal to have you know and uh so from there i go into my old school crybaby 2 Wah Wah pedal just this you know it it's yep, another I can one see of those
0: it. i can see it in my head i I know exactly what you're talking about
1: yes it's it's such a you know i've had it for years and it rocks it it, i use it for like songs like uh fucking hostile or uh this love a lot of the stuff Dimebag was using you know his his wawa pedal on and and, and whatnot so it's a very important pedal use it for the inside stuff and then from that i go into one of my main pedals and that is gonna be the moor i can Big time fan of the Moore pedals. This is going to be the GE two hundred. I had the wow. three hundred. It's a great pedal, a little bit more advanced, which is totally cool. But I didn't, I, don't, I don't need any of that extra, you know, synthesizer stuff. i just need some fucking crunchy tones and some clean Fuck tones. Yeah. So I run through a more and that just gives me some different effects that I okay. need. You know, some uh, some boost, some uh, a little bit, a little bit more of. Um, Noise gate. I got my noise gate built yeah. right into that, and you that's gotta awesome. have that. You gotta have gear, that. Yeah. Gotta have that noise gate, you know. And uh man, I love talking gear, bro. This rules. uh And then and and then and then from there right into the head, and then the head the head does all the other work right there, man. So that's pretty much my pedal board: a tuner into the whammy, into the wah wah, right into the moor for some effects, right into the head. So it's just a that's little awesome. bit of this, a little bit of that, and. Uh, and then also on my pedal board, I have this really nice Walrus power power supply, and it powers up all my ands, ifs, and butts on my pedal oh, cool. board. You know, and um, I've had that for about a year now, and it's been a great investment to uh, help keep the um, the uh, the the power powered man. And oh, uh, dude, yeah, I I totally dig it. And and I I learned about that pedal from a friend of mine. Uh, his name's Blue, who plays bass in a band called fit for an autopsy yeah that they're uh they're a pretty big band and you know they're doing their thing but my brother blue and i i've known him for 15 years you know before any of any of that and uh he made him talk gear from time to time and he was like get the walrus the walrus is is the power man it's it's a good one to get so uh you know i got that and um then just my mesa rig man so that's that's all the pedals that i use and you know shout out to all the all the guys making all that happen right there man
0: dude that's great yeah you gotta have power to your pedals, man Uh, there's a story and i'm gonna tell it i wasn't gonna tell it but i'm gonna tell it it's gonna take two seconds i was in la at the gig on tour with razor 13 before doug pennock joined um we're playing our very first show in la i'm fresh dude i'm 23 or something i'm young and like this is so fucking cool i'm 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 in la i'm playing a show and we come out there's a curtain there the curtain rises there's all this smoke we're out ready to play to this crowd six past hell just played in front of us and from houston texas razor 13 and we go to hit the first note and it's just going to be this big open e except we were in c standard boom but the guitar player fucking his pedal died and everything just went to shit It was all right. I mean, it was it was like it's 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 a funny memory now, but man.
1: (laughs) That that right there leads into a story that I got real quick, which is great. I love talking these stories, I like hearing these stories, they're good because I remember all these stories, you know, that everyone tells me. Sure. Uh so Madison Square Garden.
0: Oh god, that's a big venue.
1: (laughs) We're playing this venue, (laughs) this venue, and uh the world's most famous arena, it says, on the outside and the inside. It's insane. And yeah. uh, we're walking on stage. The band is doing the ring out. Boom. Uh, hello, we're filling and, and the Illegals. My gear failed. My, my uh, wireless totally is not working. And everybody else's gear is working. Everyone's doing the ring out. Phillip's talking. And I'm scrambling on my side of the stage with my guitar tech like not oh, so necessarily angry, sure. but more like, but, but, you know, because you know, frantic. Yes, yeah. that's the <laughs> word to use. And I remember, like, I was like, let's use the cord, like, you know, F the wireless. Let's just plug in the cord, plug me in and let's get this show on the road. So, so we're ringing out, Phillip's talking, I'm scrambling. And it's literally the four, the, the, the four hit counting, right into the first song so the second between the last hit and the run into the first song he plugged in that chord and i mean the juice went up the chord into the (laughs) guitar and i mean it it couldn't have been any perfect timing that it was that's i'm telling you this is a sold out madison square garden i'm freaking you know we're all you know just had a big huddle, the whole huddle talk. We're all excited. Sure, and yeah. then I get up there and my shit is not working. You know, we had uh, just done sound check, you know, an hour before, and then now here's the big moment and nothing was working. So it was yep. just one of those rock and roll, let's let's plug in the old chord. And uh it just kicked in right in the nick of time, man. It just it kicked That's- in right in the nick of time. And we were going into the song Mouth for War
0: oh, from Pantera, you know, so like. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, it was just like, I was like, it was the second, the second it started, it was pretty wild.
0: Dude, that's, oh man, we could go on and on about this. Uh, You know, I know you're busy. and I know you got a lot of things going on. I want to make it through this list, but I want to keep talking about stuff like this with you. So if you ever want to come back on, you will always be welcome. So we can continue cool. the conversation because yes. I got a thousand stories like that, like stuff going down in Florida. Cause it was too humid. You know, like, <laughs> I mean, like all the gear shut down the whole stage. I got know, I'm got. i sure you do too.
1: I got stories. So many, so many stories, man.
0: Oh, here we go. We're jumping. We're jumping. We're staying with gear, but we're jumping. Um, I saw a photo of you at Max Cavalier's house holding his ESP. How the fuck was that?
1: Uh, really monumental especially you know anytime something really happens majorly in anyone's life it's always a monumental feat or uh, a feeling you get you know you're like wow that just happened well I was with the inside guys and we were over at Max's um, you know having a little uh, a little a little meeting of the of the of the minds if you know yeah, what i mean and uh, uh I
0: having,
1: having a little talk and uh we we walked out of the house and i stayed behind because i just wanted to look at the walls inside yeah. the home you know and gloria was very max's wife was very kind enough you know max's guitar was sitting on the couch and i looked over and you know, I watch a lot of his Max's tracks where he goes Mac, live. Yeah.
0: Max, yeah, tracks,
1: Max. Max tracks. I love it. I love yeah. it. And I, I was sitting, you know, in the living room, and I look at her, and I'm like, "That's that's his guitar. That's that's the guitar he uses." And you know, in his videos and um, in his writing process, and she was just very kindly was like, "You want to take a photo with it? You want to hold it and take a picture with it?" And I was just like, you know, yes, you know, very casually, like, yes, I do, which honestly, it was very, you know, I was like, yes, I do, you know, and, 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 you know, I had to do a thumbs up or something, because I was just so, so like, in the surreal moment of it all. And, uh, you know, uh, she took the picture, and I put my phone back in my pocket. And, but mentally, I was tripping out. I was like, I can't believe this is happening, you know, but at the same time, you know, just being real, you know uh, uh, cordial about everything as yeah. well. you know just you know we're, we're all we're all brothers you know in metal sure. in this industry. you know we're, we've all we're all just trying to play music and make music and just have fun you know and so it was really cool to be there and stuff. And then a few minutes later, Max came out of his, his room and came around the corner and now we're like standing in the hallway in Max's house and it, it was maybe a minute long. But uh, I gave him a big hug and told him it was good to see him again. And uh, but it was just one of those moments that you just like it's just a very big wow metal moment, you know, to be happening. And it was uh, that's the story of how that went down. And it was uh, it was very cool, man. Very cool. And uh, we got some big announcements in the Insight camp. I can't really announce at the moment, but we got some really cool stuff uh, uh, uh on the way really cool stuff on the way of uh, for us so i'm really looking forward to it it's uh it's it's all tribe related so it's gonna be oh, uh on. yeah it's gonna be really cool man to w- once we can get the word out on, on on everything that's stirring up right now man
0: you got a lot going on man so speaking of stuff that you got going on uh or may or may not be able to talk about you got shows coming up right and I- who are the shows with?
1: So uh, let's do a quick rundown of what I can talk about real quick. Yeah. I got a big announcement I want to make with you let's, right now. Let's,
0: yeah, let's get to that. Okay, I'll get to
1: that here in a second. Cool. First show up. I got a big one up coming up in two weeks, flying out to the great city of Chicago, Illinois. I'm super stoked. We're going to be doing a, a flesh holder. We're playing the It's a festival called the Chicago Domination Fest.
0: Yeah.
1: Three days of awesome great big underground death metal bands it's going to be a big family reunion of friends from everywhere i cannot wait Hell um yeah. and Flesh holders playing on on friday the 28th or 20 29th i believe excuse me and uh very very excited about it get out of texas for a little bit get on yeah. a plane and go play some music man so uh pretty excited about that um and then, and then in September, Insight has a run. We're going to be announcing the dates in the next couple of days. Okay. We have a run; it's going to be a a headlining run, which I'm excited to get out. We have, the, you know, the band just dropped a new album, and uh, we have a we have a, a run in September. We're going to be hitting the West Coast, and uh, dates dates for that, and all that announcement will be announced probably by by weeks in. So. Oh, cool. uh, you know it's july the 13th today so hopefully by the end of the week we got we got some some dates to announce and some clubs to be bringing the to, to bring bringing the metal so man i can't i can't wait
0: dude you're but on the third you're on the 13th on the 13th and it's a full moon oh man that's just metal as fuck
1: <laughs> and you're wearing a cradle will fill shirts so that means the wolves are coming out tonight,
0: That's right, dude? I mean, it's gonna be great. You know, I have, oh, the I have, I've they got the Bible right next to me.
1: Oh, dude, I got, I got to get me a copy, man. I, I, love me some Cradle, and you know, huge, huge fan. I just went and saw them with Danzig a few weeks ago. Oh, you know, man.
0: I wanted to go so bad. Super awesome show. Did you get to and meet Danny?
1: I, I've met Danny a handful of times. I ran into Danny and uh, took uh i took my eight-year-old son and, and my wife with me and my eight-year-old son's a new fan and uh oh, cool. so is my so is my wife they're new cradle fans but my little boy got to meet danny and being a little eight-year-old kid meeting you know one of his favorite new bands was like he was huge you and know I huge met, to
0: him. i met danny and he's this tall and like i was i don't know how old i was 20 or something and i was like would you, i had dusk in her embrace in my hand i was like would
1: oh it's my favorite one
0: i was like would you sign this and he was like he was talking to some chick he was like yeah danny was cool as fuck and but he had those contacts in and he looked into my eyes and even though he was this tall i was like he just ate my soul i don't know how he did it but he ate my fucking soul <laughs> it was, that's dude, pretty
1: awesome man he he's a cool cat he's just he's a super you know, nice yeah super cool cat down to earth and uh total metalhead you know what i mean yeah. total metalhead oh, yeah. and uh you know he he, he has his own style and every, you know, we could, sure. uh, that's a, you know, I got to come back on the show because gotta, we gotta, you know, we, we could talk so many, so many we subjects and bands, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. We, could talk, we could talk an hour about cradle and, and the impact that band had on my life. And,
0: yep, me you know, too.
1: listening to dusk and her embrace. And, you know, when it came out, you know, back in the nineties, you know, and just my old the-
0: email address used to be devil's whore X six X at, yahoo.com or whatever it i was. love it it was that's because right. of that band
1: yes yes that's you know and and now to be you know th- to grow up now and be friends with so many of the bands that i grew up listening yeah. to it's it's absolutely mind-blowing but it's actually it's honestly really cool to see it from a whole different perspective and aspect and these guys are just dudes that are just trying to you know like like with, like with max and you know with philip and everybody everybody are just they're all metalhead dudes just trying to, to make music and, you know, express themselves, you know, sure. you know, it's, it, it's, it's really cool, you know, seeing it from a different, you know, point of view and, and, you know, being friends, like I said, being friends with all the guys is, is just a, uh, is just wild, you know, it's just super cool to, to be acquaintances with all these cats, man. It's pretty, yeah. it's pretty
0: awesome. That is trying awesome.
1: to shred, trying to bring the metal, man.
0: Hell yeah. You have a big announcement to make.
1: Yes. Okay, this will be the first place I am making this announcement. I will be making a formal announcement of this uh, this coming Friday on my social medias. So you know, keep posted there for a formal statement. But I am going to be joining forces and rep- representing Texas as 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 one can do um, with this this thing called the Bay Area Interthrational. And it's being put together by my friend Craig LaCicero from a band called Forbidden, old, old school, 80s thrash, man. Great, yeah. great. Event. And uh, Paul Bostad from Slayer was actually in Forbidden, you know, way back in the yeah, day. Right. You know, you know? Wow. and um, he's been putting this together for for about three or four years. I remember before the pandemic, him already stirring up some things and already getting some ideas going. So it was supposed to happen a few years ago. And uh, a couple nights ago, I got a, uh, a call from Craig, and he was asking if I wanted to be his his right hand wingman and uh, to 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 play some rhythm and to play some lead, you know, on stage with him. And we're gonna yeah. have a rotating door of uh, singers and drummers jamming with us. And uh, from bands like George from Corpse Grinder is gonna jam with us. No way. Uh, we got Randy from Lamb of God doing fight fire with fire with us from metallica and uh the dudes from creator the dudes from exodus testament you know everyone's going to be doing some some special stuff and um so right now i am in song learning mode they have That's i have so a cool. set list of, of some of some songs from a bunch of bay area originators i mean original original metal bands man bringing that,
0: that so cool.
1: crossover trash man you know when i was a kid so to to, to be a part of it and to be asked to, to play with, you know, such a, a fantastic group of metalhead dudes, you know, who have definitely been doing it a long time. To be alongside them is going to be great. And they have us going on before Lamb of God. So it's going to be a festival called uh, D- um, Dynamo Metal Fest. And uh, I believe it's in Eindhoven. And it's going to be next month. So yeah, I got that. It just came about. It's gonna be super gigantic. You know, they got us, they got us on the big stage. We're gonna be playing with a bunch of big players, and it's a big, big opportunity to get out there and like I said, represent Texas, especially alongside all the old school 80s thrash dudes. You know, these are all players of the game, you know, for a long time. So I'm super honored to be to be asked to be a part of it, and uh, once I get the word out, you know, you're the first person I'm really telling, man. And uh, yes, it's right here on the Thirteenth Podcast, man. You know, once once I get the word out, it'll be it'll be some big news, and I just oh. can't wait to to drop the you know to drop the ball on everybody. And but right now I'm in crunch mode, and I got that lined up. I got some Insight Tours announcing and Flesh Holder shows going. The illegals. We wrote a ripping album about a year ago. When it's, time, when it's time, that album should see the light of the day. We wrote a ripping new album, man. and Like uh, 15
0: songs in a day or something, right?
1: Yes, like 15 songs in a week. Like four days. Yeah. Like four yeah. days. Lots of weeks. Lots yeah. of riffs. And it was yeah. just, it was so, so much fun. I can't wait That's for cool. that to come out. It's going to be uh, a mix of just uh, old school metal, man. Some good old school stuff. Fuck yeah. You know, and uh, can you so touch?
0: Just, can you touch on this uh, new thing that came out today, where they're talking about a Pantera reunion? Do you know anything about it?
1: Okay, uh, I know a little bit. I know, I know some about it, man. Um, so right now, with the illegals, we're taking we're taking a little bit of a break. It's sure. been said today that Philip is going to be joining Rex for a Pantera reunion. Now, you know, we all know that you know Diamond Vinny, Aren't able to be here to be a part of the reunion, so they are going to be doing you know justice and playing the Pantera songs. It seems that they probably have a couple of dudes you know lining up. I, you know, I think I have an idea. I've I've kind of gotten word, but I could be wrong. It could you know it's rock and roll. It could always be you know somebody else. Do I wish you know a lot of um, uh, Since it's been announced two hours ago. My phone has been on blow-up mode, you know, everyone's blowing so, so many. I, a second ago, I took my phone, and I just could not believe all the messages that oh, I got to get back
0: yeah. to in a little bit, man.
1: you know. But uh, am I going to be playing guitar? I'm going to probably have to come out and make a statement about it and clear the air because everybody wants to know. I'm going to say no at the moment right now, you know. They, they. It seems like they probably got a couple of guys, you know w- – w- I'm not gonna lie and say I'm not bummed, you know. I I wish I wish I could be a part of it, you know. I, I, I wish I wish all the illegals, you know, could be, you know, you know, to have a part of it in a way. But um, I'm happy for I'm happy for Philip. You know, he's getting the band back together. He's getting back with Rex. You know what I mean? I'm happy about that. You know, you you gotta tip the hat and you know. I wish I could be jamming with the guys, but am I happy that they're jamming? Fuck yeah! I get to Fuck hear these yeah. songs. I get to be in the crowd again, enjoying yeah. the mosque pit with everybody else, and enjoying it. So I'm very happy for the man, and uh, it's gonna it's gonna be awesome. And uh, you know, maybe I'll come out and hang out on the road and 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 poke my head every so often and, and say what's up, man. So I'm, I'm yeah, really nice. happy for what they got going on. And and, and that's pretty much everything I could say about it right now. Right
0: on. Sure. Yeah. Well, hey, man, thanks for commenting on that. That's fucking awesome. Every time I think about Rex, I've met him several times. I met Dime several times, Vinny several times. Phil one time briefly, but it was after reinventing the steel show in Houston at the Astro Arena. It was really, it was real quick, but all the other guys met several times. Now, <laughs> me and Rex, uh, besides meeting and hanging out at certain times, he would come to King's X shows and I would have to tune his bass for him because he would come on and play a King's X song with King's X every time we played Dallas. But like, so he would come up and he'd say, Hey, I want, I learned this song in this tuning. I was like, I was playing it at the, at my house in this tuning. And I'm like, Oh, okay. So that's what you want your bass to be tuned to. You don't want it to be tuned to what Doug's playing. And he would be like, yeah, no, I learned it in this tuning. I was like, okay. So I went and I made, I tuned his stuff up. Then I was like, he knows how to play it this way. Blah, blah, blah. He went out there to go play it. Everyone hits an open E guess what? He's not in not this, the C or not the, whatever. And they all turned around and look at me and I'm like, and that happened twice, two different occasions at like once at the house of blues and once somewhere else. And Doug, even one time was like, Ryan, that's a cool story. It's an that's interesting, cool we, he was, he was totally fine with it. He didn't get mad at me or anything. Yeah.
1: I've met Rex probably two or three times and he yeah. was always, you know, always been real laid back. You oh know, yeah. He's super he cool. Quiet. Yeah. Riddle kind of kept to himself, did his thing and, you know, dime bag was the only member of Pantera I never got to meet. Oh no. And I am so, so, you know, wish I could have, you know, I've obviously I got to meet a Vinny.
0: Oh, you can't see that. That's me and Dime when I was 17.
1: Oh but, man, I'm so jealous. That's, you know, he was one of, you know, one of my idols, you know, still absolutely. is, you know what I yeah. mean? I I always try to you know pay tribute to the man you know but i never Dude, got you've done really good
0: at, at the stuff i i haven't i never saw a vulgar display of pantera live but i've seen a lot of you guys doing it online and i think you did a really fucking amazing job so
1: thank you i you think so you're much. i, I think too, you're paying man. tribute yeah i try to like like i tell people i you know all the times the same story i always keep it the same i always tried to play my best and i always wanted to bring back the vibe just the yeah. vibe. You know, like, you know, no one's gonna be dime bag. There's only gonna be one, yeah, and that right. was fucking dime. You know, yep. so I just really wanted to bring back, you know, the spirit. Let's, the, let's party. Let's, let's, let's enjoy the moment. Let's smile. Let's laugh, yeah. and let's just have fun. You know what I mean? And that's what I always wanted to do. But at the same time, be super serious about the plan. Take it, you know, as serious as I can, and and try to and try to nail it, and you know, and and have fun with it. But at the same time, bring back that old party vibe that Pantera always seemed to have and brought with them at every show. So that's what the illegals all tried to do. We always just wanted to have, you know, bring back the old vibe and and let's just let's because Philip always said that those tunes were everybody's tunes. You they weren't just yeah. Pantera's tunes. They were. They were the crowd they belong to the crowd you know so because the crowd sang along to all that so sure. you know it was always a, a tribute to to, to 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 the spirit of it all man
0: dude this has been fucking amazing i know you got shit to do i don't want to keep you but if i can steal you for a part two at some point way down in the future whenever you got some time i would love to do it because i mean we need to talk texas metal. You know what i mean we need to ju- we need to jump into some serious i want to jump into more gear we need to talk into talk more tour stories and get into some texas fucking metal oh and, man all three man. of
1: those texas metal more gear and uh what was the other one you said tour stories,
0: stories. just yeah God just stories. Damn, I
1: have so many stories man we, I, I
0: know we'll, i can only imagine we'll,
1: we'll we'll give it a little time and we'll make it happen again
0: Brother, that sounds amazing to me, man. Thank you for joining me today. Is there anything you would like to tell uh, the audience before you roll out?
1: Oh, man, I always love this part of the, of the show. It, it, it's just, it's like a free game. I, I, I get yeah. to say what I want to say for That's a second. Right. It's, always, it's always cool. Um, all right. Insight, we got some stuff lining up. P- please, everyone, check out Insight, man. I've really been giving my all to that band we're bringing the metal and we're bringing it heavy and we're bringing it for real. You'll always see us at the merch booth. You'll always see us hanging out and mingling with everybody. Check out Insight. flesh hoarder. We got so much lining up. We're working on some new tunes. We got some shows, Texas fucking death metal in the vein of cannibal corpse, morbid angel, all the, all the good bands, man. If you like, you know, if you like those bands, give us in flesh order, a, sh- a shot, um, going to be heading to, heading to Europe soon, doing some stuff and then and then just to close it out. Thank you Ryan for your time. 13 podcast. Thanks for uh having me on and uh enjoy your night and everybody watching fucking rip a big bong hit and fucking have and have a good one, man.
0: Dude, thank you so much, man. Everybody. It's Metal Mike. Or wait, I I came up with other names for you. How about Insight Mike? or disfigured, Mike. We'll figure it out. <laughs> that's totally cool.
1: That's, that's rad. I, th- 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 there's so Mike many names out there. There's so many names out there.
0: Yeah, dude you, got, dude, you got so many bands. This is awesome. You got so many great opportunities coming on. Thank you so much for coming on. Everyone, I say the same thing Mike just said. Have a great evening. Thank you for tuning into the Thirteen. I'll see you all on the next one. Mike's info and everything is in the description below and have a great night. Cheers.